Austin has had some great guests on his show over the years and one or two of them provided more insight than we ever expected. Remember when Vince McMahon appeared on the show and he managed to upset the entire locker room for example. Speaking of Vince, there's been a lot of turmoil in WWE these past few months. McMahon retired from the company last year and Triple H took over the company's creative duties. Unsurprisingly, WWE's product improved a lot with Vince out of the picture. To give Vince credit for his business sense, he's facilitated a deal for the sale of WWE to the tune of $9 billion, a staggering amount of money and more than anyone ever predicted. And if I was a betting man, I'd wager Vince will be back on the creative team sooner rather than later. Back in the early part of 2015, Triple H featured on an episode of Steve Austin's podcast on the WWE Network, and it's an incredible insight into why I believe Triple H is the right man to lead WWE creatively going forward. Remember, this interview was during NXT's golden era. The WWE Network had allowed NXT to expand into regular takeover specials to be seen by lots of new fans. Everyone was waking up to just how good Triple H was at running a wrestling show. When Raw and SmackDown were almost impossible to sit through without losing 500 brain cells, NXT was giving real fans of wrestling one hour a week of WWE TV that was actually worth watching. It became evident very quickly after we started booking NXT that Triple H was quite good at making wrestling TV shows that actual wrestling fans wanted to watch. And let me tell you now, the man is on our side. How do I know? If I could change anything, I'd love it to be two hours. The third hour of television is so exponentially harder to write, I can't even begin to describe it to you. It's just really difficult. Of course, to this day, eight years later, we still have three hour long episodes of Raw. They've gotten better at writing them, however. Try going back to 2015 and watching an episode from then and see how bad it really was. Maybe when it comes to renegotiating the contract, we could have two hours of Raw back again. That would be for Vince and his new business partners to discuss. One thing that Triple H has come good on since this interview was the women's revolution. In the interview, he said that he wants the women to get more time and more dedication, as the women were doing great work in NXT at the time. At the time of this interview, the NXT TakeOver event had Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Becky Lynch and Bayley wrestling for the NXT Women's Championship. It would be another the year before WWE caught up when they dropped the Divas Championship and brought back the Women's Championship themselves, but all of those women on the TakeOver card would be part of that women's revolution on the main roster in WWE within a couple of years. It's a great example of Triple H having a vision and following it through in the long term. That can only be a good thing, considering how annoying Vince had become at pushing and de-pushing wrestlers from one week to the next and cancelling storylines on a whim. Austin brought up the situation with promos being too tightly scripted as well. Triple H responded that they should take a more relaxed approach to scripting promos because some guys wanted to be scripted fully, some guys wanted to work off bullet points and others wanted to speak freely. He said, 
it was a trust issue with it being live TV and them having sponsors to answer to. Nonetheless, Triple H said that in NXT, he tried the other avenue of letting the wrestlers come up with their own material and then letting them do their promos on their own. It's a philosophy that he seems to have brought with him during his time as Chief Content Officer of WWE. And again, it demonstrates him following through with his vision long term. The promos recently on the main TV shows have been far, far better and far less robotic than they used to be. He went into some more detail about how he was running NXT and said that Vince had allowed him to run the entire show himself with no outside input. He was proving his ability to run the entire creative process seven years before he would take over the reins of the main WWE product. Austin really got into the weeds with Triple H about the criticism he got for marrying Stephanie and the accusations of nepotism that have surrounded him ever since. On the podcast, Triple H argued that he would still have been working on the creative side of the business even if he hadn't married Stephanie. Now that's probably the case, but I doubt he would have been working on the creative side of WWE. In fact, there's every chance he wouldn't still have been employed by WWE all these years later had he not married into the McMahon family. When this show first aired, we were fully in the era of babyface Roman Reigns. Remember in 2015 when Reigns won the Raw Rumble match and even The Rock coming out couldn't stop the fans from hating on him. That year, fans wanted Daniel Bryan to win the match, but he got eliminated early and the fans were livid to the point of a hashtag cancel the WWE Network trend on Twitter. Triple H made the argument that it was a vocal minority of fans who were shouting the loudest about disliking Reigns as the number one babyface, which I don't agree with either. Anyone that remembers the suffering succotash era of Reigns will tell you that everything was wrong. He didn't suit the babyface role at all. His scripted promos were cringe and he was being forced down fans' throats on a weekly basis when there was a far more popular person available who could have taken that top spot. Of course, we can argue that the same thing is happening today, but from the heel perspective with Roman Reigns, I think a lot of people are bored of Roman Reigns being the top level heel in the company. Although Triple H kind of redeemed himself by basically laying the blame for this stuff at Vince's door. He was being diplomatic in the way that he phrased it, but he said that one man calls the shots and he gets the final say of what happens in WWE, but he recognised the need to listen to fans. He said that it should be up to WWE to adjust to the fans' needs, which sounds to me like the exact opposite philosophy to what Vince McMahon had. And it's true that in the current era of Triple H controlling creative, a lot more of the results have been agreeable, and they've made more sense too. Of course, WrestleMania saw Cody Rhodes losing in the main event to Roman Reigns, which many fans believe to have been the wrong decision. The flip side of that is the rumour that Vince was back in control and made the call for Cody Rhodes to lose himself on the night. We'll never know whether that's the case or not. In the weeks since Vince's return to the company, there have been a few odd booking examples that have felt like the old man has had his grubby fingers all over the product once again. Not to the extent that he's writing the whole show, just that he's sticking his oar in, so to speak. After watching this hour of the Stone Cold podcast from back in 2015, there is no doubt in my mind that Triple H is the right man for the job and he should remain firmly in charge of WWE 
his creative output. If they keep on messing him around and he loses his spark or decides that he doesn't want to be involved, then Vince McMahon and his new friends will have wasted a brilliant mind for the wrestling business 